Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. So now the Giants are up 14-3 against the Panthers. The Bengals and the Falcons, um, they are at the end of the first quarter. No score there, if you recall. Told you to drive to grab the Bengals uh, in the points at plus six and a half. Um, also, my best bet tonight was the Giants minus two and a half in the first half. So right now, if the uh, Giants defense can uh, can hold uh, the Carolina Panthers, then um, then smooth sailing there. Hopefully, winner winner chicken dinner for everybody. I've got some Major League Baseball plays for you that I'll share uh, coming up coming your way, and also uh, we'll talk some more NFL. Liz Loza who's part of uh, ESPN's fantasy football team, is going to be joining us in about 30 minutes. Uh, I just got back from Bristol. I was down in, or I should say up, in Bristol, Connecticut, on Monday and Tuesday for the Fantasy Football Marathon, where on Monday night we, uh, we, I, I partook uh, in a three-hour mock draft, and uh, I drafted number one overall. Needless to say, I can tell you that is not where you want to draft this season. So coming up in this hour, we'll switch gears. We'll talk some NFL. Liz Loza is going to be joining us as well. Also, we are just uh, a few days, weeks away, a week away from the college football season starting. And I hosted a bet show earlier today. And Bill Conley, one of our college football writers, was kind enough to join me. A little preview in regard to uh, some of the games and some of the big storylines as we get closer and closer to the college football season taking off. 800-919-3776. Oh, also, unfortunately, uh, the Yankees are now down 7 nothing to the Boston Red Sox. So, um, yeah, no, no bueno there. 7 nothing. Yankees are losing, and that is middle of the third. So in, in regard to, uh, to Brian Cashman and, you know, a number of Yankee fans calling in and wanting him and wanting Boone to go. A few things. Uh, number one, again, just a reminder, he signed a new deal just this past winter, a four-year deal. I just don't think Brian Cashman's going anywhere, okay? Uh, for a guy that last year helped maneuver this team to 99 wins, uh, in 2019, it was 103. In 2018, it was 100. Uh, got the deal done, obviously, with Aaron Judge. Here's another thing. Do you think that maybe, how, how much better do you feel that this, this, this record would be if Aaron Judge would not have gone on, I, on IL? I, I mean, listen, it was a fluke injury. It was a fluke situation that, that happened in the outfield out there in Los Angeles. Um. You know, I find it really amazing with Aaron Judge on this roster and in the lineup healthy, the Yankees scored two more runs per game. So it might be a fun homework assignment for Yankee fans to go and, you know, look and see, you know, what the time frame that 
Aaron Judge was not on the team and how many games they lost by one run, if not two. Obviously, it would have gone into extra innings. You never know. And then equate how many more wins that could have given the Yankees. At the end of the day, here, and I went to take a look at some of the moves that I feel where Cashman has gone wrong. Trading for, for, for Stanton to me, uh, over Harper. Well, it wasn't even over Harper. It was the fact that because the trade went down with Stanton, and I understand wanting to get Stanton along with Judge, feeling like that one-two punch in the lineup uh, would would just dominate Major League Baseball. Totally understand, especially Stanton's last season with the Marlins and, and how phenomenal he was there. But because the Yankees made that deal with Stanton, then... You know, trying to get Bryce Harper was off the table, which now, and everything's easier in hindsight, right? Now you can look back and say, well, Bryce Harper really should have been the play over Stanton. Um, obviously, Aaron Hicks, seven years, $70 million at the age of 29. Obviously, not, <laughs> not the wisest decision. Uh, DJ. Six years, $90 million at the age of 32. Not, obviously not delivering in regard to what he's getting paid. Right? But at the same time, you go back in 2019, we had the juiced balls. In 2020, we had COVID. It was a shorter season. So stats were very different in that regard. You know, did you did you misjudge, misread what you thought you had in DJ? Again, signing him to a six-year, $90 million deal. Then you've got the question mark with Josh Donaldson, Montas, Rodone. You, yeah, you, you, you can question. But do you, do you look at this? Here's another thing, and that is, you know, in, in Cashman's tenure, he did take this team to three AL championships since 2017. Now, granted, they didn't win them, right? Lost to Houston. But, you know, th- there is a lot of success here in regard to what Brian Cashman has brought to this franchise in this organization. And so, you know, if, if, you, if you are one of those Yankee fans that are out there that is calling into Sports Talk Radio and, and clamoring and, and saying Cashman has to go and Booney needs to go, well, who do you feel can step in and do a better job? Because the track record here is, is, is pretty substantial and pretty significant if you look big picture. Obviously, as of late, it has not been great. Um, you know, interesting, again, we just had David Sampson on, and uh, when I asked him, what do you think, what do you feel that the Yankees need to do moving forward, uh, he feels there needs to be a new voice uh, in that clubhouse, and can, can, can totally understand why. Um, keep in mind, Booney is, is still owed $2.75 million. This is a team now, it's not endless spending, it's not open pockets is that something that Hal wants to eat 
Maybe he has to. 800-919-3776. Yankee fans, what say you? We'll take your calls next. Also, uh, let's switch some gears. Let's talk some NFL. You've got the Giants up 14-3 right now, about four minutes left in the first half. Uh, and you've got a Jets team getting ready to uh, play their second preseason game, or their third, right? Their third preseason game, right? Um, coming your way tomorrow night. Thank you. So uh, we'll talk some fantasy football, some of the big storylines out there in regard to the NFL. And, um, and also, how about we, soccer is front and center as well. You've got the Women's World Cup Championship taking place this weekend and also Messi in Miami. And get this, he has scored nine goals in six matches since he joined Inter-Miami. It's really unbelievable. And now they are playing for a championship against Nashville tomorrow. Um, so there's that going on. We've got some UFC, preseason football, Major League Baseball, keeping you on top of all the action right here on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Anita Marks in for Dan Grassa, 800-919-3776. Liz Loza is going to be joining us in about 15 minutes. We'll switch gears. We'll talk some NFL. Let's go to Simon in New Haven. Simon, welcome in. How you doing? You, you there? I'm here. Hello? Hi. Good evening. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, how you Hi. doing? Uh, we got to get, get, when are we going to fire Boone already and this hitting coach? I mean, this losing is getting monotonous. I mean, we're down seven up to the Red Sox. I mean, what, what is wrong with how well, they, they what already kind of coffee is he drinking? 
Well, they already they well, already fired the the hitting coach. So they got to fire you've gotta, you, I mean, you've got to give. I mean, I, I, I well, gave this new guy two weeks. And it's still I mean, the you got you got to give you've got to give him a minute. You've got to give him a minute. You've got to give him an off season to, you know, get his oars in the water and 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 get and get right. Simon, I give him mean, plenty of time to get, him, get the oars the oars in the water. It's still the same uh, result. We still got the anchors stuck. We gotta get rid. Of, we gotta get rid of Boone. I'm yeah. sorry. We, we just gotta get rid of him. I mean, we give it in this guy chance after chance. Enough is enough. So, so you're you, you want to get rid of Boone? You're you're willing to stick with Cashman? No, I don't like Cashman either because Cashman doesn't care about this team. You, you know what Brian Cashman cares about? Two things: climbing down those stupid walls every year and sleeping outside for charity. Charity. Every time he does it, we lose. I mean, what kind of general manager does that? Bob Watson never did it. Gene Michael never did it. And, and, and when they won, they still found ways to fix this team. But Cashman doesn't care about that. If he's so fond of climbing, climbing down the walls over here, let him get a job at the Chrysler building. They need some window washers. <laughs> Simon, thanks for the phone call. <sighs> Let's go to Chris in Yorktown. Chris, welcome in. Anita! Chris! Hello. What's up? Hi. What's yeah, up? I met you. I met you in Saratoga time. I had the jet tattoo on my leg. Oh, hi. You remember, you remember me? Are you? Are you? St- uh, yes. Are you still up in Saratoga? No, no. We left. Uh, we left on Monday. We actually we were out to dinner Sunday night at one of those Italian restaurants, and uh, Vasquez, the jockey, was sitting next to us. He came over, took pictures. And uh, we were BSing with him for a while, and one of the Ortiz brothers was sitting with him. Uh, we were hanging out with those guys for a little bit. Oh, that's nice. Okay. You want to? You want to? You want to talk? You want to talk about the Jets? Of course. What do you think about this line? You think it's that bad? Yeah, I've been saying that it's bad for months now. No, but nobody listened to me until, of course, Hard Knocks. <laughs> no, I get it, but I mean, is it that bad, or is it just? I mean, I guess it all depends with when Dwayne Brown. I mean, he is forty years old, though. That's gonna be that's the that's the problem. It's like gotta play a waiting game with this line. Listen, here's and Chris, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. You know, here's the thing when it comes to the Jets, right? Like, you look at the roster. it's sick, right? The rosters and and hold on one second. I just, I want to, I want to go, I want to go depth chart here because I want to make sure I don't want to leave anybody out. Okay. Let's go depth chart here. Right. So here's, here's where I worry about the jets. Okay. Number one, Aaron Rodgers, Fantastic. Right. Hall of fame quarterback. I, First year induction, we'll get the yellow jacket. All of it, right? But what happens? What happens if anything happens to Aaron Rodgers? We know what time it is with Zach Wilson. Is he going to come in and win ball games for you? No. I'm just. I'm a true believer that if you are a team that has a real good shot of winning a Super Bowl. And this Jets team does. There's no denying that. Uh, you, you need, you need a, a, a real solid backup quarterback to make sure, 
to make sure that if anything happens to Aaron Rodgers, he's not in for whatever period of time, that you've got a backup quarterback who can step up and, and hopefully try to win some ball games for you. Okay? So right there, quarterback position, it's, it's, it, this begins and ends with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers goes down, season over. Okay? I don't like that. Um, the team is able to solidify the Dalvin Cook romance. Kudos. Because apparently the Dolphins were in play. So that's fantastic. One-two punch with Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall. Here's, here's, here's what my concern is there. Brees Hall just didn't tear his ACL. He tore his ACL, his MCL, his PCL. Like, like that knee was a, a total disaster. Do you really think he's going to be at least 75% at the start of the season or at any point in time in the season? It usually takes anywhere between 12 to 18 months. 12 to 18 months for a true heal. So it was crucial for this team to get Dalvin Cook. You know, do you have that one-two punch with Michael Carter in, in, in night? Not as exciting as the one-two punch with Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall. But again, you know, we, we got a taste. We got a glimpse of what Brees Hall could do prior to the knee injury. Is it fair to have the realistic expectations that that's what we'll see again this year? I, I just, I don't think that's fair. Garrett Wilson, I said it when he was drafted. Garrett Wilson was my favorite wide receiver coming out of the draft that year. An absolute steal for the Jets to get him. Love it. Love that draft pick. Big time. Alan Lazard, possession wide receiver, will be huge in the red zone. Corey Davis, I could take or leave him regardless. Um, Solid depth at the tight end position with Conklin and CJ, right? Uh, Hardman comes over from Kansas City. Super Bowl experience there. Randall Cobb, relationship with Aaron Rodgers. I just, it, it's on paper, um, unbelievable. But then when you go to the offensive line, is Becton going to start or is Billy Turner going to start? Bill, here, here's another thing. Becton doesn't want to play right tackle. Becton nor, excuse me, Dwayne Brown want to play right. Neither of them want to play right tackle. So Max Mitchell's going to be your, your, right, ta- your right tackle? Elijah Vera Tucker coming off of surgery. I love Elijah Vera Tucker. He's one of my favorite offensive linemen coming out of the draft. Will he be healthy enough this season? Connor McGovern right now, starting at center. Tomlinson, Billy Turner, your left tackle. I just... And then week one, going up against the Buffalo Bills in that front seven. Yeah, good luck with that. I just... And we hear it time and time again, right? It's one in the trenches. You could have un, you can have unbelievable skill position players, wide receivers, tight ends, running backs. And not to take anything away from Aaron Rodgers, I'm sure he's masterful in the pocket, can is athletic enough to buy himself a little bit more time, cerebral enough to know what to do, look off defensive backs, all the things. But this offensive line is, 
is just a, a really big sore red thumb. And I've got I've 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 got some major concerns there. On the defensive side of the ball, again, you look at this, you look at the roster, I mean, Quinn and Williams, I I'd throw some money down on defensive player of the year. This this defense could be sick. Top 5, top 3 in the NFL could be absolutely sick. I just the offensive line to me is is really the the biggest concern. The biggest concern. Uh, let's go to Justin in Tom's River. Justin, welcome in. Hey, Anita, thank you for taking my phone call. Uh, my phone call. You know, I agree with you. You know, but also too, as a Jet fan, I'm going to take a wait and see approach. You know, the Jets' offensive line yes, last year, especially early on, was definitely a formidable offensive line. Especially early on with Brees Hall, and it, really when it was affected is when ABT went down. So, so for me, you know, for me as a Jet fan this year. I'm going to wait and see, and I know it is a cause for concern, but also, too, I don't think the Jets are done adding, you know, adding players at this point. You know, I know it's getting late in camp, but there's going to be – me, you and I both know there's going to be some cuts and some salary dumps. And also, too, if, I, if there's any really big red flags, I think Sala and Douglas are going to have to they're, – they're, they, they've thrown all their chips into the table, and they will add another guard, another tackle if they really need to, and they have the salary cap space now to do that. But, you know, for me, a lot of people are, are just – they're jumping overboard. And I think Samini and a lot of these guys are playing into the Jets fans because, you know what, they're always waiting for that next shoe to drop. And I think this offense, unlike last year, will be ahead of the chains. So, in, in, in my opinion, that, that's going to help this offensive line tremendously. And they're bringing them back slowly. You know, they're bringing up, oh, Rodgers was sacked six times, you know, at a 10, at a 10 dropbacks. Of course, Tomlinson's not in there. Dwayne Brown's get not getting rushed back. Back to you know, like I said, I'm going to take a wait and see approach, and I and I do trust that Doe Douglas will add if we need to. Yeah, my problem is, and Justin, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. My will there be offensive linemen that will be cut that the Jets could? Yeah, but those are depth. There's nobody that is that's going to be releasing a starting right tackle or starting left tackle that's going to come in. And, you know, be head and shoulders above everybody else that's here. That just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. Um, and, and the Jets have one, in my opinion, one of the most difficult schedules the first six weeks of the season. So you can say, well, as the season progresses, teams that, um, you know, teams that, uh, that, that, aren't battling to make it to the postseason. Maybe they'll trade a player, but not at the start of the season. I just, I think the Jets will be very, very fortunate to start the season at three and three, God willing, four and two. But God forbid two and four. Then, then I think, I think there'll be some major issues. 800-919-3776. We come back. Liz Loza is going to join us. She was with me with our Fantasy Football Marathon Mock Draft. Uh, I had the number one pick. She had the number two pick. We'll discuss that next, and we'll continue with your calls. 800-919-3776. Anita Mark's in tonight here on 90.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. 
If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, they'll be strutting their stuff against the Ravens on Monday night. Kickoff at 8 o'clock. Ravens looking for their 25th straight preseason win with John Harbaugh. Really unbelievable. Liz Loza joins us now on 98.7 ESPN. She was with me, my partner in crime. I picked first. She picked second with the Fantasy Football Marathon, uh, our, uh, our mock draft. Uh, and so that was a lot of fun, not... <laughs> I mean, it was still fun. It was great sitting next to you. It wasn't great being sniped from you by you, but I thought, you know, we really did some good um, bonding together. No, you you what, sniped? Is that the word you used? You like you yeah, took a lot it. of yeah. You you took like I wanted Lamar Jackson. You took Lamar Jackson. There were a few players that I like. I think you sniped me more than I sniped you. On top of the fact that Mike Clay gave me a C plus. Me and Kevin Gandhi, the worst grade C plus of anyone uh, who participated in the mock draft, to say the least. Here's the one thing I realized. I do not want the number one overall pick. I'm just, I I don't think this is the year. I'm curious to get your thoughts. You were sitting at two. This is the year that I I, want to be like sixth, seventh, or eighth. That's where I want to be. And and, and again, keep in mind, folks, we were were a 10-person mock draft. Um, obviously the majority of people play in 12 person leagues, but that's where I'd like to be this season. I I don't want to be one. What say you Liz? I mean, I tend to agree with you. And although I, there is mentioning that I got an A from the two spots from Mike Clay. So I think that any spot, as long as you are willing to lean into research-based, not feelings-based contingency plans, any spot can deliver a solid team. Also, there is a phrase, right? I think we all know it at this point that you don't that you don't win or lose your league. You don't win your league during your draft, but you can certainly lose it in your draft. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of work, working the waiver wire that also goes into coming home with a championship. Regardless, I, I do normally. From a purely feelings-based standpoint, prefer a later pick because I kind of like to survey and observe instead of immediately putting put on the literal clock. Pretty much. Right, right. So um, so let's start first and foremost. Let, let's start with quarterbacks. Um, were you surprised that quarterbacks were on the board as long as they were? I mean, there was a point where I was kind of like, at that at that three four turn for me, I was just like, should I take Patrick Mahomes here? Like Patrick Mahomes stayed on the board. I don't think he was drafted what until the sixth round or something like that, right? If I remember fifth or sixth round. 
So it is uh, but, a blur. But, I'm not quite sure when he went, but I, I will say that in quote unquote expert draft, quarterback always tends to go a little bit later than in home. Right. Right. Um, and, and some of the comments, by the way, because, um, and, and by the way, if you want to see the results of our draft, it's posted on ESPN.com, the fantasy football site. So make sure you want to do that. Liz's team is there. Mine is there. Even though Mike Clay gave me a C plus. Thank you very much, Mike. <laughs> um, Dan Graziano, Adam Schefter, uh, and, and of course, Stefania and, and, and that crew, um, so so I I waited and again you sniped uh Lamar Jackson that's who I wanted at that at that 4 5 turn and then I didn't get him so then I waited and I was hoping to get Justin Herbert and I think Dan Graziano took Justin Herbert so I ended up with Trevor Lawrence which I'm thrilled about because I I I do believe yeah. Jacksonville is going to have a real fun aggressive offense especially with Calvin Ridley and all the weapons that Trevor Lawrence is going to be able to 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 throw the ball to uh, but um I I really I I I'm really aiming for a Lamar Jackson um in in the not so late but later rounds who who's is there one quarterback out there Liz that you're like this is who I want on all my all my teams uh, there isn't really a quarterback that I definitely want on all of my teams. I've drafted a lot of Justin Herbert, who I think is a, quite a good value. Um, I've obviously dressed, drafted Lamar Jackson. I think what's interesting is that last year, Josh Allen, particularly until he hurt his elbow, was such a force for fantasy managers. And, uh, you know, Jonathan Taylor was pretty much a bust given where he was drafted number one overall by consensus. And so this year you're seeing a reaction to that from last year. And those top three quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Jalen Hurts, are all being drafted. Now I'm talking about 12-team leagues, so a little bit of perspective there. But Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Jalen Hurts all being drafted before the third round. So in most of the second round. Throughout the second round, those three quarterbacks are coming off of the board according to ESPN ADP. Now, Lamar is going in the third round. Again, this is ESPN mock draft ADP. So um, that's so, so I think the lesson is if you want one of those quarterbacks, you are going to have to use an early round draft pick. Now, the times that I have mocked, and I know you spent the night before our televised draft in your hotel room doing mm-hmm. all these different mocks to get a hang of things, um, which obviously was different than when you sat down and did it with the crew in person, But when I have done the mocks and drafted a Patrick Mahomes in the second round, I haven't really liked the rest of my build. So that is why, even though I'm willing to pay up more for a quarterback than I have in years past, I'm still really looking at, like, Justin Herbert, I believe, in the sixth round, or Trevor Lawrence, who you ended up drafting and is going much, much later, um, and sometimes even – a, a Deshaun Watson if I really get sniped. But, I mean, for example, Justin Herbert is going in the fifth round, and I believe Trevor Lawrence you can get a round to two after that. So exactly. I like to focus my build on some of the other positions um, instead of just putting all of my eggs in that QB basket. Liz Loza joining us here at 98.7 ESPN. Um, if you miss out, let's say you're somebody who's like, you know what, screw it. I'm not going to draft a quarterback before nine. And okay. I'm going to put you on the hot seat here. Geno Smith, Daniel Jones, mm-hmm. 
um, Jared Goff are sitting That's there. That's a pass for me. Are you are are you yeah. out of those and, and Kenny Pickett? So Kenny Pickett, let's say let's say you've if you're somebody who you're like, I'm not touching a quarterback till nine. And these mm-hmm. these are the ones that are you know like a Kenny Pickett. A lot of people expecting big things from him this year. Uh, Geno Smith. I actually I think Seattle's going to win uh, their division over the 49ers. Don't tell Stefania I said that. Daniel Jones, uh, golf, like you know guys like that. Who who are if if you are going to follow that notion, not going to touch a quarterback till nine. Who who would it be then? Well, that's an easy. To me, those guys are in different tiers. Daniel Jones, I have ranked inside my top 12 because of his rushing ability. I believe he scored seven rushing touchdowns. And remember, that's like a cheat code in fantasy football. He was a top 10 producer last year. And if he does what he did last year with Brian Dable and you fold in Darren Waller, a player I know you're high on as well, then there's no reason he can't finish inside the top 14. So I would say of those three, I really like the idea of golf. Geno Smith is intriguing. It is interesting, though, because despite he was, I think, drafted QB 33 last year and then obviously ended up, what, like within the top seven, depending on your scoring system. So incredible value. You've got playmakers, a second year in the system, um, and the addition of JSN, Jackson Smith and Jigba, obviously should help as well. So I just think there's a lot of skepticism still around him, Regardless, he's being drafted, you know, around the QB 15 area. And so even if he ends up, like, I think that's appropriate value, right? You're not paying peak value for him like you are with Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts. But if he finishes QB 12, you wouldn't be surprised, right? But you drafted him maybe in the 15th. I'm still a little bit skeptical. There's no good reason. The numbers bear out that it should happen again. Although if you look at his danger plays, he was like, you know, QB two or three in terms of number of danger plays. So had the wind blown a little bit differently, maybe he would have ended up with more interceptions than touchdowns. Still, we're, we're like splitting hairs here, right? I do think that I would still draft Geno Smith ahead of Jared Goff or Kenny Pickett. Goff, I'm a little bit concerned about because the Lions have really invested in that defense. And one of the best things for fantasy about a bad defense is that the quarterback has to throw a whole bunch, of, which we saw with Jared Goff last year. And I think the improvement in that defense could lead to more efficiency from Goff, which isn't great for fantasy production. But you mentioned Kenny Pickett, and that is a player that I am high on in terms of taking a second-year leap. There's a lot of data that shows that first-round quarterbacks, meaning quarterbacks that were drafted in the first round of the NFL draft, take big leaps in their second year. We saw it with Trevor Lawrence last year. Uh, We saw it with Justin Fields last year as well. And so I think, again, when you look at Deontay Johnson and you look at George Pickens and you look at Najee Harris, who's an excellent safety valve, and you look at uh, uh, Pat Fryermost, like those are all really solid weapons to help drag him along into production. And then you look at Mike Tomlin, who's never not had a winning record, right, or never not had a losing record or has always avoided a losing record. So I think um, that there's an opportunity for Pickett to triple his number of passing scores next year, but still Geno Smith is at a, a tier above him. Yeah, I like Geno Smith a lot. All right, uh, in, in regard to, to running backs, I'm going to throw out three mm-hmm. running backs that I feel either went um, higher than I anticipated or the reaction in our room was that of, um, you know, oh no, like, like, like 
it, it was evident that the majority of us wanted these three running backs, right? Sure. Gibbs yeah. with the Detroit Lions, White with the Tampa Bay Bucks, and Cook mm-hmm. with the Buffalo Bills. I, I feel like these are three yep. running backs that could potentially be flying low on the radar that um, a lot of quote-unquote experts are dying to get their hands on. Out of those three, who's your, fav- who's your favorite and why? Well, I have Gibbs ranked the highest because I think Gibbs actually presents as an RB2 with RB1 upside. But the trait that all three of these running backs share and something that fantasy managers, experts and non-experts alike, are often infatuated perhaps to a fault with is upside and ceiling and potential. Like we all want the guy we stole, you know, in the sixth round to be a second round producer. Gibbs has that potential because of his ability as a pass catcher. We saw DeAndre Swift, who the Lions didn't even like, average like four catches a game. Now imagine how they, how a player they're actually excited about could be utilized. And now that, that imagination piece is what gives Gibbs a feeling that could really, really uh, put some points on, on, the, on the scoreboards for fantasy managers. You mentioned White. That's about volume, right? We're not expecting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to be any sort of efficient in a t- post-Tom Brady era. But White has an opportunity to touch the ball upwards of 18 times per game, given how often uh, he touched the ball with Leonard Fournette in the mix last year, right? And we know that he can catch, which also gives him an advantage since we expect the Bucks to be playing from behind. So it's not like he's just a grinder who will only be used when game flow works in his favor. You mentioned, lastly, James Cook. This is one of my favorite. This is probably – this is my breakout player uh, of, the, of the year. He has uh, – Dalvin Cook's little brother, James Cook, he has huge potential largely because he's attached to the Buffalo Bills, and he's also an excellent pass catcher. One of the notes about his receiving ability coming out of college was that he wasn't just – you know, he didn't just have good hands. He wasn't just able to, like, catch those dink and dunks but he was actually a great route runner out of the slot. And the rest of the Bills receiving core, frankly, beyond Stephon Diggs, is fairly thin. And this is a team that has been at least fifth in pass rate, rate fifth in pass rate, rather, for the past few years, which gives Cook an enormous amount of upside in points per reception leagues. So that's the outline of all three, but I have them ranked. It gives White, Cook, and the upside. Well, that's you know what we'll find out come January, December. Last one for you. Um, at the end of the draft, I took a flyer. This is towards the end. Kadarius Tony was still on the board. I took Kadarius Tony. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Thomas, still on the board. I took Michael Thomas. Both these guys rank in my top 50 in regard to, to, to wide receivers, and I got them at, like, picks uh, 13 and 14. I, I feel that was a great move. If Kader- if big if Kadarius Tony can stay healthy, he'll be the number one target in Kansas City. If Michael Thomas well, can stay healthy, healthy. Yeah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh wide receiver wise, right? Um and yeah. if Michael Thomas can stay healthy, there's a chance that we could go back and, and, and we could see like un like at one point in time, one would argue he was the best wide receiver in the NFL. I'm not saying that he'll go he'll get back there, but anything close to that would be tremendous. Um, I don't disagree with that at all. I think, in fact, I have them both ranked relatively close, within spots of one another in sort of that wide receiver 45 range. So uh, a wide receiver for 
a bench player, um, a depth addition. I have Michael Thomas ranked a little bit higher because there's a seen it, done it, might believe it a little bit more. And honestly, I was all in on the Kadarius Tony bandwagon, even gave him some credit thinking like, well, we're not sure if he was that hurt. But there was, it was not a culture fit for him in New York. And we know that Andy Reid is a coach that tends to coach, let's say, troubled or misunderstood players up, right? He usually is pretty good at that. People love to play for coach. Players love to play for Coach Reid. But he, you know, I think he, like, hurt his meniscus on day one of training camp. And so it's like, oh, God, the – tea leaves are just so hard to believe now you can shake it off you're totally right my only note would be you want one of those guys you don't want two maybe one of them is okay I, I think I would have preferred a higher floor option if I'm looking at my depth she's Liz Loza make sure you find her all over our ESPN fantasy football football platforms uh podcast you name it all of it and she rocks uh for joining us on a on a Friday night so um, I, I really do appreciate it. I know this is weekend, and, um, and I appreciate your time, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate you, your time, your company, your energy, and all of the goodness that you bring into this world. Oh, thank you, Liz. It's very sweet. You have a fantastic weekend, my friend. You too. Bye-bye. Liz Loza, joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. All right, all you fantasy football freaks out there, drafts are right around the corner. Uh, let's have the discussion. Rob in the Bronx, I see you. You will be first up. I know you want to talk about the Jets and Rogers as well. 800-919-3776. Anita Marks in with you on this Friday night here on 98.7 ESPN.